0: Nebraska Extension Almanac. Is there a difference between Balage and haylage? Well, depending upon where you live and what you're talking about, there are differences that producers can take advantage of. Nebraska Extension educator Brad Schick talks about the differences and what options producers have. We
1: do hear these terms a lot, Balage, haylage, and half the time we don't know what we're talking about, myself included, because you have to know, ask more questions, right? So uh, depending on where you're from, depending on what your operation is, you may interchange those terms. So the thing about uh, baleage is baleage is, it's still in style, it's fermented forage, but it is hayed, it is, it is a bale, and then it's wrapped uh, in plastic, either individually as a bale or in a tube, in an inline, and then it's fermented within that plastic. Our haylage though is it's cut and mowed just like a baleage would be. I'd start out, but then it's typically run through a forage chopper, a silage chopper, and either put into a a bag, a silo, or a bunk, whether that be sided or, or open, and then typically covered. So that that's the initial differences between our baleage and our haylage. So you know even between land-grant universities, there's still different considerations for what you say is haylage or baleage and, and what you would consider the, the moisture content of that. Uh, just again, a terminology issue. However, our, our bailage typically we're looking at a 45 to 55 percent moisture when you want that baled and wrapped. For haylage, though, we're looking at 60 to 70 percent moisture. So, you know, 30 to 40% dry matter. Now, sometimes that's considered a high moisture halage. We also have some people call it a low moisture halage, which would be the 40 to 60% moisture, but that's also very common too. So it's just kind of depends on your operation. Also what quality you want to have for that forage coming out after it's fermented and how you have the opportunity to feed it. So those are some things that we look at for the moisture. For getting it put up right, uh, that moisture is critical. If, if you're going to start doing a balage or a haylage operation, that moisture content and that time that you actually do the baling or the chopping is extremely critical. So balage obviously is going to have a, a larger particle size because it's still going to have your, your full stem, right? You're baling it just like you would a hay in terms of the length. But it's not packed as tight. Coming through a baler, so there's more oxygen there, so it causes slower fermentation, which means it has a higher pH than you would with a halage. So haylage, and uh, really with any silage, we talk about uh, halage having a smaller particle size uh, that allows for more sugars to be available. Um, it's tighter packed, typically because you're in a bunk and you've driven over it, or you packed it tightly in a bag, and those particles can interweave better but yeah the more sugars more moisture available and it, and it does ferment faster with a lower ph and then you talk about uh what that does for how you feed it so you know there's producers in the sandhills who they use alfalfa baleage as their uh, protein source in the winter and they roll it out with a bale bed um, just like you would any other hay
0: Today's program was a portion taken from a recent Beef Watch podcast offered by Nebraska Extension. To hear the entire interview, go to beef.unl.edu or download from Apple Podcasts. For Nebraska Extension Almanac, I'm Brad Mills. Nebraska Extension Almanac is a production of IENR Media and Nebraska Extension. For more information on how your university is serving Nebraskans,